Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for Friday, October 28, 2011, and here is what's going on in the world of the automobile. Well, it sure looks like Victor Muller has thrown in the towel with Saab. He signed a memorandum of understanding with Pengda and Youngman to sell 100% of Saab Automobile to the two Chinese companies for 100 million euros. That's about $142 million. The agreement still needs approval from the authorities, shareholders, and other parties. And all I can say is, I hope the Chinese are ready to start pouring billions into getting Saab back on its feet. And I don't mean billions of yuan. Chrysler posted decent third quarter earnings yesterday. Revenue for the last three months were just over $13 billion. Net income was $212 million, which compares to a loss of $84 million last year. And global vehicle sales came to 496,000 units. That's up 24%. The company's cash, cash position was down slightly, but it's still strong. And Chrysler CEO Sergio Marchionne says he's very excited about 2012 when the company's going to be coming out with more new products, especially its new C-Class car based on a Fiat platform. Every automaker seems to want to jump into the Indian market these days, even the best-known kit car company. Autoblog reports that Caterham will actually be building cars in India and will sell its SP300R sports prototype racing car there to generate interest in motor racing. And as F1 fans know, the first ever Formula One Grand Prix in India takes place this weekend. Car sales in China have been growing by leaps and bounds the last several years, but now they're starting to cool off, and that makes Kia nervous. It's worried that China's economic tightening policy will hurt demand. It's also concerned about the European debt crisis and a slowdown in the South Korean car market. So far this year, sales of the Chevy Volt have been modest in the U.S., Four, fewer than 4,000 have been sold through September. But over in Europe, the Opel Ampera, which is based on the Volt, looks like it will get off to a better start. According to Wards, the car does not go on sale until next month in Germany, but the company says it has over 6,000 orders. Opel originally projected it, was, uh, it would sell 8,000 Amperas in the first year, but now the automaker is projecting sales of up to 15,000. Sales of the Volt in the U.S. have been hampered by production problems, but Opel says it will be able to fulfill demand. Hey, we got pictures of the new Mustang from Ford, and man, does it sure look like the original 1964 model. There's a reason for that. This is a Ford-approved and officially licensed body shell of the original. This body uses a higher grade steel than the original and has more welds in it as well. It's made by Dynacorn Inter International and sells for $15,000. By the way, you can also buy Ford-approved parts and components and build your own brand new original Mustang from scratch. Coming up next, 
a styling analysis of the new design language coming from Ford, from none other than Jay Mays, the head of design at Ford. Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. Ford is on the verge of completely changing the looks of its cars. As it signaled with its Evo's concept car that it showed at the Frankfurt Auto Show, I asked Jay Mays, the vice president of global design at Ford, to walk me around the car and explain why they're making these changes. We call that graphic the inverted trapezoid, uh, which sounds like designer speak, but that's, that's what we call it. Uh, you're right, that's been on our cars uh, in various iterations since about 2005, when we first introduced kinetic design uh, back in Europe. As that shape has migrated uh, to the US, because today you even find it on the lower of Fusion as well as Taurus in the US market, we've thought that that's got some mileage. Uh, so as we decided what to do with it next, we said let's see what this is from a efficiency perspective. Because right now, if you look at a lot of the cars on the road, there's too many openings on the front. They're not aerodynamically efficient because they're letting too much air in, into the car. So we've gone from two major grille openings on the front to one, which makes the car a lot more efficient aerodynamically, but it also looks more efficient because you've gotten less air openings. Now, hold on a minute, because you had the trapezoid bigger on the lower part of the, the front end, now you've moved that to the higher up. To me, I, tell me, what is my eye seeing? Because to me, this looks actually cleaner. It looks more sophisticated. It, it what, does, what's my eye reading there? Your, your, your eye is reading exactly that, because that's the second point. Not only is this more uh, efficient, it looks more efficient, but it also looks more expensive. So we are, we are really interested in creating a more visually premium design. And by taking the trapezoid and inching it up on the front of the car, it starts to look more like a premium automobile. Now, the interesting thing also is you'll notice that the Ford Oval has come off the grill and has now become a beautiful piece of jewelry on the top of the hood, which is a very different uh, perspective than where we've been over the last years as the Ford Ovals continue to grow and grow and grow. That's still great for our trucks if you need a 14-inch Texas belt buckle, but I think for a visually premium car, we want it to be more like jewelry. And I always say, premium doesn't scream. Premium has the confidence to talk more quietly, and that's what we're doing here. There's actually a lot more to that interview with Jay Mays, and by the way, I also have Peter Schreier, the head of design at Kia, as well as Marco Tancone, the head of design at Maserati, who provides a styling analysis of the Maserati Kubang, an SUV based on the Jeep Grand Cherokee that will be built in Detroit. And you can watch this latest episode of AutoLine This Week at AutoLine.tv. And that wraps up this week's reports. Thanks for watching. We'll see you on Monday.
Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.